0: This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne ann two plus-size models and body activists here to get
1: real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired.
0: We are in session. Welcome back, baby. This is the Confident Collective Podcast with Christina and Rayanne. And we are so excited you're here. We have such a fun
1: episode for you today.
0: Yeah, this one's going to be a very lighthearted, nostalgic episode.
1: And I think it'll give you the opportunity to get to know us a little bit better mm-hmm. on a deeper level, and like also just like get to know young Ray and young Christina.
0: Yes. And I don't know why when we, you talk about things like from your childhood or your past, I don't know. Whenever I'm talking about it with our fr- with friends or if I'm at drinks with someone or something. I'm like, we get so excited about these things that we just so excited. Come, we're like, oh my God. So excited. It just brings you, brings you together.
1: For sure. Um, before we get into everything, should we get into our obsessed? I
0: am obsessing over, so I have been, I haven't drank for how many days? <laughs> 10 days, which, okay, well then let me talk about this. I haven't drank since four, five, six, seven, eight, It's been 10 days, which in my current lifestyle, I think like, so I I went through a phase where I drank a lot in college and then I didn't really drink very much when I was in a relationship. And then when I started dating, because I was so nervous, I really did, I think, rely on drinking and then it just became a habit. And I've also been thinking about too, like when I go out, whether it's with friends or on a date, whatever... Part of my personality is feeling responsible for people having a good time. And I feel like I have to be like super fun and like make sure everyone has like a good time or like a good story. I don't know why this is, but I think that that had turned to me just like drinking more. Like I'm like, who needs another round? I'm getting around like, just drinking more. And I'm like, I don't think I have a, had a, like, I'm not going to say I have a drinking problem. I don't think I do. I just think I'm, I'm aware. I, I got to a point where there was just so many social engagements going on and things around where I'm like, I'm actually drinking like more than I really want to. Like why? Mm-hmm. So it also kind of worked out because I'm on this medication for BV that I literally will become physically ill if I drink. So it was perfect. And now I'm just like keeping it going. Are you off the medication now? Mm-hmm. So how long do you want to keep it going for? I think that like, well, I'm going to Paso Robles with my friend. And so I'm going to do like wine tasting there. Like for me, that's just like a really fun, enjoyable. Yeah. I love wine tasting. Like that's like, I just love it. But I think for me, like I'm just going to be more um, aware of how much I'm drinking. And like when I really want to drink, like do I need to drink on this date? Probably not. Like, and that is one thing that I have also that I've just been thinking so much about is going into these situations where I'm usually drinking sober, what you observe and how Mm -hmm. you feel is very different. And I've just, I think I need to date sober more often. I just have more clarity around things and, um, it's just a different experience. And also you're such a fun,
1: open person sober Mm -hmm. it's not like you need like a drink or two to open up
0: yeah i really don't yeah honestly it's mostly i think the hardest part is mostly with men i feel like i do get more nervous and i'm not as much myself it's gotten much better that i do like maybe rely on drinking um and then but like yeah and then it's like when you're with your friends when everyone's drinking it's more of just like a Oh, I'm going to do, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm just going to keep, be more aware of it. And, and and I feel really good. My runs have been better. My workouts have been better. So I'm just, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So I think it's really, really interesting because there was like a, I used to like drink like
1: six days a week in college. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Right. And then I went and then I stopped drinking for like a year or two just because i think part of it was because i started dating steve really and steve doesn't drink at all yeah and it's always interesting because whenever we'd go out people would always like try and pressure steve into drinking Mm -hmm. people love trying to get steve to drink Mm -hmm. i'll tell you something about that man that man doesn't give a fuck what you think
0: yeah he He has
1: no pressure to drink he has no pressure like we he, he is like the number one person To avoid peer pressure. Yeah. He's like, I don't give a shit. Um, And I think that has empowered me in social situations to be like, wait, like, no, I don't want to drink either. Yeah. Because sometimes you do have a drink just because everyone else is having a drink, but like, why? Yeah. So Uh, I think that that is great. I think if you want to drink, drink, but more often than not, I bet you most people are ordering a drink because they just feel like they have to.
0: mm -hmm. And it's like, I also don't know. It's so, it's just made me think more about like, I honestly think it's just my lifestyle where I'm at right now, where I'm dating and like going out and uh, so many things in our lives revolve around drinking. But you know what is interesting? It's interesting being like the
1: sober friend or going out and not wanting to drink because I feel like I've gone out with friends who are drinking a bunch and then I kind of feel like am I just being lame?
0: Yeah, it gets in your head. Yes. I think it does get in your head. Mm -hmm. So like I try not to make it like a big deal. Like I'm not drinking tonight oh, you know, like no one really notices. Like when we went out this past weekend, I don't think anyone noticed we weren't drinking. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Um. And on my date, I just, I went on a date sober and he was like, oh, do you want like wine or anything? I was like, no, I'm good. I wasn't like, I'm not drinking. Right, right. Go make it a big deal. <laughs> exactly. I'm just right. like, no, nah, I'm good. You're right. Cause that's actually really funny.
1: People normally have a disclaimer afterwards. Yeah. I'm doing dry January. I'm doing dry January. Or, oh, right, you right. know, I'm just getting over a cold. I don't want to drink. Like there's an excuse that follows it.
0: Yeah. I'm just like, no, I'm good. Um, So anyway, that's what I'm obsessed with. Wow. Long winded answer. Um, What's your product, Christina? Okay. So right now I am in the process
1: of trying to elevate my wardrobe one piece at a time. I realize that I have uh, so many clothes, so many shoes, so many bags, but I feel like I'm missing like a lot of really good basics and really good essential pieces. So I'm just starting to try and invest in those a little bit more. And I just started with a pair of like white sneakers because I wear white sneakers pretty much every single day. So I just wanted a pair of white sneakers that were like a little bit nicer and like a little bit cooler, I felt. So I just got my pair myself a pair of these Celine sneakers that mm-hmm. kind of honestly look like the Air Force ones I wear every day. They're just a lot more expensive, which is maybe stupid, but I just feel like they're a little bit more elevated.
0: They're special to you. Yeah. I think they look like a blend of the, a new balance and an air force one kind of They're kind of have more of a vintage feel. Than, yeah, they do than the air force ones. Yeah
1: Um, oh, I love that They actually kind of remind me a little bit more of like an air force one in like vans blend hmm. than new balance Um, but yeah, so I really like them and that is i'll keep you posted on what else like I got that burberry trench Like i'm just trying to like get some nicer pieces in my wardrobe
0: you should list, did you listen to Matilda Jerf on Mariana Hewitt's podcast? I didn't. Should I? That's a good one. She just talks about how like basically her whole collection is, is kind of based around that basing, le- focusing on less super, super, super trendy items. Yes. That's and what I want to do. Great basics. For sure. Which is how I'm going to pack for Europe. That's the only way I'm going to Yes. That's pack. how you have to pack. Yeah. Um, my product of the week is, and I've talked about this on my Instagram a lot, but the tower 28 lip jelly. I love that lip gloss. I need to try it. I'll send you home with one. I have so many. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. And yes. Yay. (laughs) yay! They just came out with a new shade pistachio and Mm -hmm. it's like a really pretty subtle pink that I think is going to be really gorgeous for spring and summer. And it just feels good on your lips. And I just love it. I love it.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm excited to try it.
0: Yeah. I'll send you home with one.
1: Um, okay. So If you guys follow trends in media, you'll know that the 90s and the early 2000s are having a major, major comeback.
0: A major comeback in full force. In full force,
1: and it has been like that for like the past couple of years, but now even more than ever. So we decided for this episode, we are going to do a 90s, 2000s throwback Mm -hmm. to the things that defined our youth.
0: Should we start with music? Yes, let's start with music. The first one that comes to my mind is, so I would spend like summers a lot of times at my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. Where and, does your grandmother live? In Colorado. in Colorado. And there was a neighbor across the street, Steven. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, like every day, I think it was after swim practice. I was gonna say after school, but it's in the summer. So it was like every day after swim practice, we would go to his house and watch the Spice Girls movie. Spice, is it? What was it called? Spice, Spice Up, Up your, your Life. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, how do we not get sick of that? The hold that movie and the Spice Girls had on me. Oh, yeah. Was powerful. For sure. I was obsessed with the Spice Girls, too. That was my main music obsession. But wait a
1: minute. I was in fifth grade when the Spice Girls came out. (laughs) So I think we were behind. So, no, you were a mere five years old.
0: No, I wasn't. Because I was on the swim team. So really well the movie came did out this, later when did the on movie come out yeah i was like they had to be huge for this movie to come out yeah yeah Wait,
1: i wonder how old you really were that's so funny
0: i had to be like around 10 okay that could maybe make sense maybe 8 to 10 yeah 8 to 10 that makes sense
1: god i don't know oh my gosh okay well i it's funny because i love music but i don't listen to music now the way i listened to music in high school you were really into it. I was so into music. I was obsessed with music, mostly emo and alternative rock. <laughs> and if you graduated high school around the same time as me, you know those emo bands like Dashboard Confessional, Jimmy Eat World, Brand New, Used, Taking Back Sunday. I used to go to like all these concerts with my friends, like Starland Ballroom, in New Jersey. I was thinking about this like concert that we'd go see these little bands. I don't even, I'm i like, what towns did we go to and who was driving? like were our parents dropping us off like was it like a boy from like the catholic school like i honestly can't even remember but we would have the best time and i just loved it so much we used to go to warp tour i used to work warp tour like i was obsessed with music
0: this is like you're speaking another language to me also
1: there was this guy who i used to like all the guys that we used to like pretty much there was this one guy i think his name was john he was like from like Church youth group, and he was like older than me, and we both got the new third, the third Eye Blind CD, which is still to my this day like my favorite album ever. Their self titled album. I've seen them so many times, um, <laughs> and we literally listened to the album front front to back, looking at every single lyric, singing them all together. Like that is like how much I was obsessed.
0: Wait, that's kind of a sexy thing. It to was do. so cute. I was like, did you guys make out after? No, we were on the phone. Oh, you are on the we were on the phone doing this, yeah, on the landline, on the landline, yeah, on the landline, on the landline. Oh my gosh, yeah. damn! Mm-hmm. I think the other music artist that really had a hold on me was Avril Lavigne. Oh yeah, Skater Boy. That was a big one for me. She kind of like fell into that genre too. Is that the kind of the genre? Because those yeah. bands you mentioned, I didn't know a lot of those bands. Oh my gosh!
1: Well, I'm working on a Spotify playlist, so stay tuned.
0: Oh my gosh. Can you release one for for when this episode comes out? Oh my gosh, okay, perfect. Yes, yes, Yes,
1: I will. Oh my gosh, I have two. Okay, I have one that's like a good cardio jam one that's coming out, but I'll make sure to get this. 90s nostalgia playlist by Christina Ziaz. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you all. It's gonna be epic. Can Skater Boy be on there? (sighs) Maybe. We'll see how long we want it to be. Fine. Okay, that was a good one though. Fine. Um, Okay, what were some of your favorite fashion and beauty trends during high school and I guess like maybe early college even
0: well for me I mean by the time I was in high school it was later but mm. I did rock the juicy velour oh yeah track suit I begged my parents for that thing begged because like for they were expensive they were expensive for like, sure like it was a big deal for my mom I remember it was a green one it was the color like begged her for that thing. And I wore it tucked into my UGG boots, mm-hmm. my knee high UGG boots. The tall is, Oh yeah, the tall ones. And then the minis are back with the tall ones. I used I to have, have tall, those too. Tucked in. I loved that thing. Oh my gosh.
1: Oh. I I definitely had that too, for sure. Um, I was obsessed with all things like sweat sets, like limited to and juicy couture, but like limited to limited was my two. thing. Um, I was also obsessed with caprice. No. Yes. Caprice and tankinis.
0: Tankinis. Tankinis. I see that. But that's because I was self conscious. Yeah, me too. Me
1: too. And the number one thing, of course, for me was the layers. The three polos popped <gasps> out of time. How did I forget
0: about this? The lace camis. Oh, oh my gosh. Of course. Like, okay, so I went to private school, mm-hmm. but you could wear camis underneath, but then they cracked down and you couldn't. But w- I, we would wear literally like three lace camis under our school uniform collar. Wait, 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 wait. What did your school uniform look like? We had to wear either khaki or navy pants. Okay. With a collared polo. Oh, so you were like
1: Land's End. So you would wear the lace cami that no one could see underneath? Except
0: at the bottom. Oh, so it would stick out of the bottle. Yes, but then they had had to crack down because that was against dress code because then we had to tuck our shirts in and all that. Okay, okay, I see. Wait, so what would you, but you didn't have a dress code. No, I went to public school. So you would would layer, how many lace camis
1: would you layer? No, no, no. (laughs) I wasn't layering lace camis. I was (laughs) layering polos. Wait, oh my God. I thought you were talking about something else. No, I was, well, layers are layers. I was layering polo shirts. How many polo shirts? Like three at a time. And they would match with my sneakers. Shh. That is why I had a sweating problem, people.
0: Yeah, no wonder because you were I was sweating through so my sweat. you were wearing eight shirts. Exactly, <laughs>
1: oh exactly. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. But I did also have like lace camis and I
0: did have like those big wide belts and you know what belt i saw on tiktok and everyone was like where'd you get that belt? where'd you get that belt what gen z she probably got the black belt with the rivets the double hole rivets yes that mark of my words is going to be back Mm
1: -hmm. and also i think like the woven belts as well the woven yep damn um another a beauty trend for me was the eyebrows I had and? thin eyebrows. I literally plucked them all during one weekend at a Ooh. church retreat at the YMCA no camp. <laughs> and they were as thin as you could imagine.
0: Well, I think.
1: And they still haven't grown back since.
0: You've got great eyebrows no, now. No, but they're like thinner over here. I don't know. I literally shaved my eyebrows off. I don't know how I have such full eyebrows yeah, now. That but is anyway. Crazy. I had thin brows, but I think it was just because, so my mom would take me to get my eyebrows waxed at the nail salon. Mm-hmm. And they would just wax them so thin, so thin. What were we thinking? I don't know, but thin eyebrows are coming back. I, I was also a big fan of the butterfly clips. Oh yeah, I love butterfly clips. Doing like, Doing like, you know, you would separate your hair and you would have like five across the crown of your head. Absolutely. That was a beauty trend I really was on board with. Wait, did you ever do the zigzag hair part? Absolutely. Of course she did. Me too. You had to have that comb. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, your mom would put your hair in pigtails. No, we didn't put our hair in pigtails. I did pigtails. Oh. I didn't have enough hair probably. (laughs) Probably not. We used to do that, which is so back. You would put your hair up and you would pull out just two pieces in the front. Oh, yeah. I still do that. I know. But now it looks cooler. Back (laughs) then it didn't all look good. What else did I do?
1: I think those were the main... Once for me, except I would scrunch the hell out of my hair when it was curly. That thing literally could have been an instrument if you touched it. It was so hard, rock hard. It would be like, and that's really bad sound effect. But it, you know what I'm talking it's about? Crungy. You had crunchy curls. Yeah. Can you make a sound
0: effect for crunchy? that's much better that was much better than mine wow I still don't know if it was good but I don't know what sound you just made I don't know either um I'm trying to think of what other beauty and like fashion trends I was really obsessed with um I feel like I was a little bit just a little younger a little bit on the younger side probably but limited two had a very strong hold over me lip smackers I think if I smell a lip smackers like it brings me back to like I can be I'm sitting in the classroom in middle school.
1: That's so funny.
0: Oh, what perfume did you use? Oh my gosh. Okay. This escada
1: one. It's like a blue and pink bottle. I forget what it's called, but it smelt like summer.
0: Oh. See, I use what's the one that was huge? And Victoria's Secret Love Spell. That one. <laughs> if I smelled that right yeah. now, I think I would be feel like I was sucked through a time machine tunnel back to when I was like 15 years old.
1: You know what's so funny right now is I feel like there has been this huge trend in perfumes that like more of like a musty like sexy like woodsy more sandalwood type of smell. but yo if you want to turn a man on, men love Victoria's secret perfume. Really? yes. Oh my gosh for sure. they have like this candy one they have this cloud one, the love spell. Mm-hmm. Do they still have love yes. spell? yes yes.
0: Okay, that plastic bottle is like, Mm you put it all over. Damn. Okay, I might need to go get myself a bottle of Love Spell. All right, other random things that just were nostalgic of the 90s. Okay, well, Blockbuster. I can't even tell you the core memory that I have of going to Blockbuster with my mom on a Friday night. Like, come on, kids, we're going to get in the car. We're going to go to Blockbuster and pick out a movie. Going through the lines and she would let us on a Friday night, she would let us pick out a candy. And my favorite candy to get was the cookie dough the chocolate cover cookie dough bites. Oh, I don't think I've ever had those. They probably don't even know what those things are made of. though. all chemicals, probably I'm all those sure. Chocolate cover cookie dough bites and the sour sour patch straws. Mm. And we would I remember distinctly in my mind right now, one of the movies that I picked out was Sparkle. I was obsessed. I don't even know what that is. It sounds like it's about a unicorn. No, it's about the singer, Sparkle. Okay, wait. This is actually
1: really, really <laughs> funny because our movie tastes were up were very, very different. Did, okay, tell me about your blockbuster. Okay, experience. so first of all, my dad would take us okay. every single Friday night and my sister and I would rent the same two movies every single Friday. What? And my dad would get so upset. He'd be like, can't you try something new? We're like, dad, this is what we want to watch. <laughs> It'd be First Wives Club, which was far too mature for our Wait, age. I only recently saw that movie. Oh, it's so it's good. Funny. It's funny. It still holds up. And then Clueless. Those would be our two <sighs> movies every single Friday night.
0: Your poor dad. Yes,
1: he would be so frustrated with us, but then you know he would give in because he'd be like, whatever, that's what they want to watch. It's not worth the fight. I don't even know why we brought them back. We should have just bought the movies. Yeah, you Um, should have. And then we would get butter, popcorn, and Raisinets. Ooh. Mm -hmm.
0: Raisinets, yum. Mm -hmm. You know what movie that just came into my head that was really, I I loved watching? That one where the kid had to go to fat camp, and they all Mm -hmm. ganged up on on the- The one with Ben Stiller in it? Yes. I'm I'm obsessed. It's called Heavyweights. Heavyweights. I've watched it recently. (laughs) Have you watched, I want to watch it recently. Wait, have you seen Blank Check? (laughs) No,
1: what's that? A blank check is one of the best movies ever, but it's also kind of creepy because there's like a 30-year-old woman kind of dating like a 10-year-old kid. It's like weird. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Blank check. You guys, I I can't wait to have these discussions about everything we're talking about in the Facebook group because I feel like you all know about this. So blank check is about like this kid who, I'm going to just tell the whole storyline, who gets- Spoilers coming ahead. Who gets a blank check and he writes it for a million dollars and he buys himself this mansion and he goes by the name- Macintosh and that is what the movie's about and it's about like this kid who's like lonely and is pretending to be like this rich older man and the woman from the bank is like secretly kind of dating him but not really dating him just hanging out with him but all, all trying to uncover who Macintosh is who he's pretending is his boss
0: I have never seen this movie but as a kid it's so
1: much fun because you're watching it and you're like wow this guy has a slide from his bedroom yeah.
0: into the pool <laughs> And he's like race cars. Anyways, it's fun. You guys should all watch it. It's really, really good. As you're speaking, these are the movies that are popping into my head that okay, I watched. Here. Matilda. Ugh, I love Matilda.
1: Mr. Deeds. Mm, I'm a big fan. I was a bit more of a Big Daddy.
0: Oh yes. And Billy Madison. Mm. Continue. Um, there was this one movie where the babies were spies. Oh my gosh! I know what movie you're talking about. What's it called? Shit. <laughs> was it called Spy Baby? No, Spy Kids is something else, which is also great. What is that movie? I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. Um, I don't know why, but as you were talking, I was just thinking of all of these movies.
1: I will tell you who had the greatest influence in my upbringing. Please tell me. Mary G- Kay. Oh yeah, oh, yeah Genie says I love that <gasps> movie. Mary Kay and Ashley Olson. Yes. I am beyond obsessed with them and i was i literally was so obsessed with full house we watched it every single friday night also i love that there's a greek plot line in there what's the greek plot line oh my god uncle jesse's greek you don't remember papuli no i didn't really watch full house that much (sighs) gosh okay anyways there was a greek plot line in there i read every single mary kate and ashley book i read every single stephanie book michelle book dj book the Adventures of Mary Kay and Ashley. I used to have all of their movies. What was your favorite movie? <sighs> How, How the West was one, was a huge one. This is when they were little.
0: Oh, see, I was thinking Holiday in the Sun. Um, that, That's my favorite adult I'm going to watch virgin. that tonight. Yeah,
1: Holiday in the Sun is so good. The Krispy Kreme Donuts, the way we made my dad go get his Krispy Kreme Donuts. Oh my gosh. And um, that honestly was my favorite movie Megan Fox has ever done as well
0: how you forgot she was in that. Yeah. I thought she was so cool. Damn. This I, is crazy. Yeah.
1: Mary Kay and Ashley probably had like definitely the biggest influence on my upbringing. I was so obsessed with them.
0: And still are icons. But cultural icons for sure. Icons. Um, One thing that was a very, we still talk about this in my family, blow up furniture. That is
1: so, my mom would never let us have blow up furniture.
0: What? <laughs> yeah I wanted this blow-up couch so badly so my parents got me this blow-up Winnie the Pooh blow-up couch I think it was Winnie the Pooh and my sister wanted to like have it in her room for the night and was like huge fight huge fight and my mom was like you have to let her have it you have to share you have to let her have it I was like if you pop my blow-up furniture I will never forgive you she freaking popped no it. wait which yes, sister Justine
1: Justine
0: popped my blow-up couch it was traumatic I was how she pop it? it she stabbed it with a fucking pencil oh she vicious vicious <laughs> I was like so she did it on purpose it wasn't an accident no it was not an accident it was it was on purpose wow she, sisters are lethal cruel. yeah lethal but blow up furniture I feel like I can't believe your mom didn't let you have it it was so fun no we had it in our basement I, no we never really
1: had blow up furniture um I will tell you something that I was so obsessed with I used to fight with my parents about every single day Aim, a i m aol instant messenger. Wow, well, what was wow. your username, Beba? For you to love four seven, Beba? For you to love 47. 4-7. 4-7. Yeah, the way I would write cryptic away messages, hoping the guy I liked would understand and send me a message. The way I used to pretend to turn off my computer at the end of the night, but only turn off the monitor to trick my parents because I was hoping someone would reply to my away message. The way I would like color code my profiles and write music notes in them. Oh my gosh, I was just obsessed with AIM.
0: Did you get into any scandalous things on AIM?
1: I didn't get into any scandalous things on AIM, but I also- I thought had, it was AIM. I mean, I call it AIM. I think people called it AIM. Wow, but I've I, been saying but, it my whole life. But it is AOL Instant Messenger, so A-I-M makes sense. Um, I got into trouble on MySpace Mm. because I was also obsessed with MySpace. Um, And I had this profile photo. (laughs) My username was Local Celebrity. (laughs) I don't understand why. Local Celebrity. Yes. Okay. And um, I had this profile image. I was like me in a tank top, and I had this tie around my neck, and this girl was pulling...
0: Me close to her with her tie that we took on a school trip, by the way. Probably on a. F- I know exactly what camera you probably took it on to. I think it was like a little Nokia. Yes, we yes. used to bring those out with us. Everywhere. I know. Okay, yes. Anyways, make a long story short, at one time I
1: pretended to turn my computer off, but only turned the monitor off because, you know, I left. It messages up. And my dad would go, my dad was like the one in charge of the computer, but I don't think my mom even knew, knew how to use a computer at this point in time. Oh my gosh! And I, he always went to work and we'd be back from work before and he wouldn't be using like that computer. Anyways, I guess he was working from home that day. And I'll never forget, I got called up by, by the principal's office. My dad came and picked me up out of school early, and he was like, local celebrity, your jig is up. <laughs> he was so mad about this image that was my profile because it was like a little provocative. Meanwhile, I was like the prudest bitch there ever was. But he literally pulled me out of school and like gave me this whole lesson on like how what you put on the internet, people will never forget it. And like you're imprinting your name and your mark on there. And like, you have to be super careful with what you put out. Yeah, I got in so much trouble.
0: Local celebrity, your jig is up. Literally, you know how terrifying
1: that is when your dad calls you out of school for that? I almost ran away from home. The terror I you felt. The terror I felt.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. I'm going to go through some trends that are making a comeback. And I want to, let's, let's share our opinions. Okay. We kind of touched on this one a little bit.
1: Thin eyebrows. I'm not here for it, but I have started seeing people
0: reversing their microblading. People are reversing their microblading? Yes. Wow. Well, I have not seen that. hmm I personally am not, I think you need to do what is best for your face shape. Mm-hmm. I think that the, sometimes, like I love the lamination, but sometimes people do it too straight up. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that looks good. I think you got, you got to have the, the right angle. Mm-hmm. I personally think I'll always have full brows. I just don't think the thin is my vibe. I
1: will say it is interesting because I love big, thick, full brows. But if sometimes thin brows actually like make people's eyes pop so much more. Have you noticed that?
0: Yeah, some people, because there's that filter on TikTok. Wait, I want to use that filter. How do I find that? You, you can click on after. my video. Yours doesn't have a filter. I try. Weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I clicked on someone's video and said, try this filter. Interesting. Okay. I've used it. And I looked so bad. But I do think some people, I see some people, I'm like, damn, you look good. Yeah, I know. I thought I was like, wow, Uh, never looked better. Yeah. I was like, damn.
1: Um, but anyways, I think when it comes to trends, you have to do what's like right for you for sure. Yeah. Okay. What about cargoes?
0: I'm a hundred percent. in. Okay. I love,
1: I, I, I love them. Okay. So I am super into them too. And Steve saw me going through (laughs) like shopping with, I was ordering some cargoes. He's like, you gotta be kidding me right now. (laughs) He's like, you don't remember when you made me get rid of all my (laughs) cargoes.
0: Oh, he was pissed because he had cargo. Yes. And I made it. I got rid of all of them. Well, sorry. They weren't in style then. Yes. I love them. And I think the baggier for some reason, here's what I've noticed about dressing myself. I love pairing like a baggy cargo with, with a heel. Tight. Oh yeah. Or in a tight top. Same. And it's just like the juxtaposition of like a super kind of manly silhouette or like something like that. I love that. I love that too. And it makes me feel really confident. Me too. And it makes me feel really sexy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm a huge, I'm hungry. I'm, I'm going to get probably, I'll, I'll probably have four pairs by the end of the season. Oh yeah. Same. I've, I already have a couple.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've already have them. I will say that though, for me, I think like the fit is really important. And that what I've noticed is like with a lot of like baggier pants is they, <laughs> I feel like they don't highlight my best assets, which is my booty. You do have a really nice butt. I like my you have a butt. Perky booty. I have a, I have a muscular booty.
0: Yeah. How do and, you how do you accentuate your butt? In backy pants, you can't really. You can't really. You would ha- I, I, Maybe you can get them tailored a little bit. See, I just got a pair, and I had to have them taken in the waist because mm-hmm. the size down was too tight, tight in the legs. Yeah. And it was like way too big, so I kept the bigger size and got it taken in the waist. Yeah. Maybe that would help. I don't know. I
1: think for me, it's not my waist. It's like my butt. I would have to have them taken in just a little bit underneath my butt, the top of my leg, which they could do.
0: Oh, I didn't know they could do that. Yeah. Amazing.
1: But sometimes that can ruin like the fit of the baggy look. Do you know what I mean? So that's my only thing that's like with my trousers. That's deep. hates so much like same sort of vibe, you know? Yeah.
0: This is where I think that it's like, it gets a little toxic. Because I see all these girls wearing low rise pants showing off their stomach and I think they look really good. Mm -hmm. And I have seen some plus size girls wearing them too. And I'm like, okay, they look fucking cool too. But I just don't know how I would feel with my, I, I wouldn't be able to go about my day comfortably. Yeah. I wouldn't. Same. I wouldn't. And I did style a pair of Abercrombie low rise, but I even said in the video, I was like, these are more like mid rise. Yeah. I feel like those weren't that low, but they call them low (laughs) rise, but they're not like, I've seen some low, low rise and Mm -hmm. I just don't think I can ever No. Would you?
1: No, I not comfortably maybe for like a photo or something like that. I could see like myself posed and liking it for a moment, but not to actually wear in real life. Yeah, I would not feel comfortable. But I do think that has to do with body image. And I do feel like it's just
0: like skinny girls
1: showing off their stomachs. That's the whole, they look great.
0: <laughs> right, that's the whole thing. It's not the outfit, it's the body. And the body. that's a lot of the 2000s, 90s fashion. Mm-hmm. The statement wasn't the outfit, the statement was the body. Totally. Because that's when thinness was even more valued probably than it is today. Definitely. So- low rise pants are going to be a no for me. Yeah, for me too. Capris, Christina.
1: Okay, well, it's so interesting because I see some like capri styled like on the runway and stuff like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, they look so chic and so cute. But it just cuts off your body at such a weird part. And I just feel like
0: I just don't like the way it looks. It makes me look stumpy. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And it takes a special piece of clothing to make a five foot 11 woman looks exactly I just think it, it on curvy legs I don't I think it again it's like of course everything's gonna look good on a on a very stick thin model but totally when I put capris on my body I feel like my calves I, I've never seen them look the way they do
1: oh my gosh I know I'm like I do not know my ankles were as big as, <laughs> as they are yeah there it's a no for me it's a no for me too one thing I have to say is recently I've been seeing some people wearing skinny jeans and part of me is like wow I love their outfit and I love the way they look and I love the the fact that they're wearing skinny jeans and they're okay with that do you know (laughs) what I mean because I feel like skinny jeans are like so not in right now they're not and I'm like they don't give a shit they
0: don't give a shit and I
1: admire that
0: I agree
1: um okay what about 90s hair the bigger the better all the volume
0: Absolutely, I want. I want to love it. I want to do it, but my fine thin hair just will not. But I think it looks amazing. I wake up every
1: morning wanting to have Sydney Crawford hair. Yeah, and I will say I have gotten there. At some, you guys have to get these rollers. I I, I should have made that my product. That I was obsessed with. I'll have to link it somewhere. They give me the most insane volume ever. Does it last? Yes. Shit. I will say though, I have. A texture of hair that can hold, like curl and volume, because it's so curly. So if you have like flat,
0: like straight, stick, thin hair, maybe not. I'll try them because you just described my hair type. So I will try them try and let and the let- audience know. Yeah. Okay. But when you do the Dyson Airwrap, your hair holds volume, no? No, it falls. It falls. I have so. This is a very long-winded answer. It was hard. I had got the Dyson Airwrap when I had extensions, and the extensions held curls so well, Mm -hmm. but my hair doesn't, So, but you couldn't really tell. And I've used it now with just my regular hair, and my hair just falls. Interesting, because whenever I get it, people are always
1: like, oh, how did you get that volume? How does it stay? And I think it really does have to do a lot with the texture of your hair. I do, too. Yeah.
0: I do, too. All right, last trend, micro mini skirts.
1: Hey, well, this is kind of like the low rise pants, but I when I see people wearing it, I love it. I think it looks so cool. For me, I'm like, oh my gosh, the chub rub I'm going to have in that micro mini <laughs> gives me anxiety. And also, like we said, I have a big butt. So
0: like, it's just not functional for me. Like my butt will be out. That's the thing. It's like these trends that like, okay, it looks good in a photo or it looks Mm -hmm. good on the runway or whatever, but in practicality of day-to-day life does not translate. I just, how can you confidently walk around if you sit on a bench and your ass cheeks are on the bench? That, that gives me anxiety that my ass cheeks touching surfaces actually really
1: bothers me. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) no, really. I think about that quite often. When do your
0: ass cheeks touch things? no,
1: Okay, like when we were in New York City. It took
0: me a minute to like no. compute what you were saying. No, no,
1: remember when we were in New York City oh, and I wore borrowed my your dress? dress? I don't understand. Rand has this dress. It just, it fits both of us. But it is, and Ran's taller than me. She's probably like an inch taller than me. But this dress is like three inches shorter on me. Yeah,
0: I don't, I, that happens to us a lot. A we will put a mini dresses. It's always mini dresses yes. on me. On you, it's like three inches shorter. Yes. And I'm taller than you. So it must be. It's my butt or my legs You're, or something. It's our proportions or something. Yeah. <laughs> this dress, you were on the subway. I remember now. I was on
1: the subway and I was having anxiety <laughs> thinking fair. about my bare ass cheeks
0: on the, on the New York City subway. Yikes. All right. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will say one thing that I've seen at like a few places like Princess Polly and Abercrombie that, because I love miniskirts, so you know that. The score. The skort. I'm obsessed with the skort. The skort. I just got one from Abercrombie, and I wear one from Princess Polly all the time because mm. you have the look of the mini, yes. but the confidence yes. of a pair
1: of pants. I just got one from Reformation, and I love it.
0: Reformation has a skort? Yes. They have a, a few. Shit. Gotta yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Skorts. This is the secret to wearing mini skirts. 1,000% could not agree more. I'm obsessed yes. with the skort.
1: It's actually like... I'll always look for a score over a skirt.
0: Me too. Mm -hmm. Because you just, it gives you that reassurance that nothing's going to be out and about. Exactly. But you look hot. But you look hot. All right. That concludes our walk down memory lane.
1: Let us know on Instagram, on the Facebook group, what your favorite memories are from the nineties, early two thousands and what you think about these trends. Yep. All right. Let's do a little ask away with Ray and Kay. One recent experience I'd love to hear your thoughts on are fear of flying while being a bigger woman. I'm generally afraid of flying, but I recently took a flight after four years and I realized that a lot of my airplane fears may stem from being self-conscious of my size. I worry about passengers seeing me coming down the aisle and hoping I won't sit next to them. The seat felt so tight and I could barely fit the seatbelt. I squished myself into the window and hugged myself to be smaller. So the whole cross-country flight, I wanted to cry. There's another bigger girl in the aisle and a man in the middle. I felt embarrassed in front of him that it wasn't just me crowding him, but her too. I'm ashamed that I was judging her, but I know she must have been feeling the same as me. I don't want to avoid travel just because I'm embarrassed to fly and first class isn't always an option. The airlines have just put us in a terrible position, making seats smaller and smaller for bigger and smaller passengers alike. No one should have to be uncomfortable. I was just disgusted with myself after the flight and felt mad and sad. Any feedback on this topic would be much appreciated
0: well first of all this breaks my heart especially where you say you felt disgusted with yourself after
1: and thank you for one being so vulnerable
0: yeah that is huge to be open and vulnerable about that
1: it makes me so emotional i feel like so i feel so bad for you because no one should ever have to feel like this
0: no one should have to feel like this and it's just a reminder that like fuck like i feel so like like Thin privilege is so fucking real. 100%. Like to think about that, there are people who have to deal with this every single time they fly. If they just want to go see their family yes. or go on a fucking yes. vacation. Absolutely. Like I, it pisses me off that this is like the situation that we're in and you have to feel this way because the airline does the air, the airline is responsible. Absolutely. You? Yes, absolutely. Um, I do want to share a few resources that I think are great for this topic so our friend kelly who has been on the podcast Mm -hmm. her instagram it's me kelly b she just started an instagram account with her friend jazz that's called plus size friendly and this is what the instagram this is like perfect timing Um, most asked question. Is it plus size friendly travelers in larger bodies want and deserve to feel safe and accounted for? We are hitting the road, air and sea to bring you inspiring and informational content around what different experiences are like traveling in bigger bodies. We aren't fearless. We are actually afraid a lot, but we are bringing you with us as we push past fears and experience the world. Welcome to plus size friendly, follow plus size friendly for more. And I think I just want to plug them because yeah, that that's is fucking amazing. Amazing, amazing, and so absolutely needed. So needed. And I think that would be a great resource mm-hmm. um, to find women who are going through the exact same th- thing. Also, um, Chubby Diaries on Instagram. His name is Jeff. We met him when we spoke on the BodCon. Mm-hmm. He is like an award winning content travel blogger. He's yes. amazing and he's um, visibly plus size and shares so many great tips. And I think just surrounding yourself with people who who are having these conversations will make you feel less alienated in the, in these situations. situations. So those are two accounts that I think a hundred percent you should follow. Also.
1: Sorry, I'm looking up for one more account. We'll link. Hello, Stephanie, Nicole, her and her husband are both visibly plus size and travel vloggers. And she talks a lot about, um, plus size friendly content and experiences all across the world. Another thing is I'm pretty sure, but almost every single airline offers seatbelt extenders and you should not feel embarrassed to ask for one. And what I would do if I was in that situation is I would probably put my bags down and probably try and find a flight attendant and just ask them in more private situation. If you're a little bit nervous, you don't have to like scream it from the window seat to the aisle. hmm
0: Um, So I think that is something that will be a lot more helpful as well. I wonder too, if anyone has insight on, because we do have privilege where we don't, I I don't have to worry about this to this extent. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder if there's something that you can do to make someone who might be, because I just can't, like it breaks my heart thinking about someone getting on a plane and feeling like this. And I wonder like, what can someone do who's, who who's in that situation to make someone like feel more comfortable and better, you know, as another passenger, because oh, that just breaks my heart.
1: I mean, I think just being kind. Yeah. Just being kind is like su- such a simple thing to do is like actually sitting down and be like, hi, how are you? Yeah. And letting them know and that you're not looking at them and you not like annoyed. Yeah. or judging them. That's a big thing.
0: Yeah, Totally.
1: Um, this is something that like, it's completely different, but it's, it's very, very different. But Steve deals with this a lot because he's really big and he also feels very uncomfortable on airplanes because he's taking up a lot of space. He's super, super broad.
0: One thing that this is kind of reminding me of a story. My friend Rosie told me this goes back to how as women in general too, we're all always trying to make ourselves smaller always. And always. especially in this situation, it's even more so, but we were riding bikes on, on the beach and it was like a really hot day and she took off her shirt and she just had her sports bra on. And she was like, I would have never done that before. Like I would have never done that before. And it just makes me sad to think that I wouldn't make myself so uncomfortable. I'd be hot. I'd be sweaty mm. because of what other people would feel about my body right. or look about my body. And again, I think it's like, yes, there's being, you know, considerate and, and whatever, but also it's just like, we have to break this mindset of always trying to shrink ourselves totally and trying to put like our comfortability behind. Like, I don't know what to say. Cause traveling is, it's like, you do want to be considerate of each other and kind. And, and obviously, but like, we just, it's breaking this thing of like always trying to make ourselves smaller Mm -hmm. Um, but traveling this is such a tricky situation because the system is just built yes not for larger bodies no and it is like honestly fuck these airlines they
1: literally make so much money and they consistently make seats smaller and smaller and
0: smaller Mm -hmm. narrower and narrower and narrower it's like such a shitty experience Maybe we need to bring on um, Mel and her friend And do a, tra- a plus size travel episode That would be really cool I would love that um, But yeah those are some tips that we have And if there's anything else um, we find In the meantime we'll add them to the show notes For sure um, But sending you so much love Thanks for sending in your question And being so open um, And also I just want to say like, Keep putting yourself out there And traveling And don't let, don't let that hold you back Absolutely not